I feel self-conscious about our setup with Alex. And no, no, no. Professional. Work this is pretty it's, professional. I feel really DJ. unprofessional. It's usually like. I feel like, like that. Yeah. That's we really have yeah. The, 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 but that's kind of punk. The mic stand helps. Mm. This is sort of like. Attempting to look professional. We're pretty. We're pretty corporate. We are. All right. Patagonia. It's punk. Let's just point to different things in the room and we'll say whether. That sofa is pretty punk. I think the opposite of punk. The, the, the idea of punk is the opposite of what it is now. Yeah. 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 Punk is punk is a, uh, business, a, a business model. A G-Wagon. <laughs> a, a matte black G-Wagon instead of exactly. the, the high glass block black. Um, <laughs> episode 82 of Corporate Lunch. What's up, Noah? Alex Olson's here. What's up, Alex Olson? Uh, what's going on? Rachel's here. here. Sam's here. I'm here. Full crew plus Alex, but... Um, I I just want to talk about Alex's vintage Patagonia jacket. That's what this whole episode is going to be about. Beautiful. Uh, like brush it against the mic. Oh, <laughs> do a little ASMR. Yeah. Oh God, those are bad, huh? Um, wait. So the Patagonia repair program really works. That's what I want to ask. It's good stuff. You've done it. I mean, uh, yeah. It's pretty sick for a company that big to pull that off. Yeah, the Soho. You have to find the ones that actually have the repair studio and yeah. the one Soho upstairs, if they even have it anymore. I know they changed CEOs, so who knows? But can we visualize this jacket for the listeners, Noah? You, you, yeah. yeah I'm not going <laughs> to the description, but the the bottom, the back bottom part of the jacket has been repaired in a different color. The jacket is blue, and there's a red repair Orangey on it. Orangey red. Orange. Yeah. Desert. Don't, don't red. out me as being colored. No, no, no. Desert. They, they oh. had, I think, a long time ago for uh, for Black Friday. Uh, they they made a jacket in there, or they, there was an ad that said like, don't buy this jacket. You know what I mean? Because it was mm-hmm. all about yeah, yeah. overconsumption. And I think they, from that, they had a repair program that came along with it, and they're like repair your jacket. And that's maybe where it started. Don't quote me, but that's where I think. I don't know, ninety eight or something. I don't know when it was. I but. read in uh, I think your Essence interview or something that you you mostly that you stop buying new clothes or buying clothes altogether. Is that still you your... You stop wearing clothes. Is that yeah, still your MO? No. That's I'm the trying ultimate. to get rid of them. I'm trying to, like, get rid of... You know, weirdly, I remember reading in GQ a Paul Newman quote about mm-hmm. how he's like, I only have four pairs of pants, four shirts, four, like, sets of everything. Yeah. And he, uh, he's like, my, like, my brain is more simple now. And yeah. I'm trying to, like, get back to that. Wait, didn't Barack Obama say that? Maybe well, he was paraphrasing Paul yeah. Newman. No, I no, don't know. Of, Did he? No, Paul Newman was quoting Barack Obama. Barack Obama says he said, "I have four pairs of skinny pants, four <laughs> pairs of Stan Smiths." <laughs> but that doesn't but wait, sound like when Obama. You d- so is that what you want to do? That's I want to like just be? get it down to like. And would everything go with everything else, or just each T-shirt goes with each? No, just like, do pants. you need three pairs, f- five pairs of jeans? I think in that scenario, <laughs> your <laughs> silence ha- says everything. Yes. Rachel doesn't. Rachel doesn't a- approach clothing like the rest of us. Oh I'm whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Fair no. enough. Good point. No, you right. have like it's, a it's, set it's, of costume. Well, I like where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Now it sounds like I'm d- being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I have a clown costume, a princess, a dragon, and uh, See, a jester. Yeah. Well, yeah. you wear it well. A businesswoman. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like seeing I like seeing you, Alex, at um, fashion parties and stuff because you're always wear you you have sort of a uniform going. And, really? You know, you, like I feel like I saw you like three times in a row, and you're wearing the same kind of like vintage chore coat thing. Oh yeah. And I was like, that's so tight because it's such a competition between a lot of people. I think at these parties to right. like 
have the craziest outfit or get dressed by the brand or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, and I don't you just know. roll look in at, like look looking at like yourself. People. They have the best style. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a wardrobe. Yeah, you know, it just sits on them, and I mean that could be taken in the wrong way. But have you begun to downsize your uh, wardrobe according to to that? I just recently was like plan? looking. I'm like, do I need really like all this stuff? So what do you do with it? Give it to the goodwill. Mm-hmm. Give it to yes. friends. You know what I mean? And then just from there, kind of just be like, I only need really two pairs of jeans. Two, you know, like a pair of dress pants or whatever. We, I, maybe suits I'd keep. Yeah, you have suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like besides that, even then, it's just like less is more. We could have like an Alex Olson uh, closet sale on the side. I would yeah, like would to. I would love cool. to give the money yeah. to. What's her name? The uh, Japanese Marie Kondo. Yeah, I read that book and I got like rid of a bunch of stuff, but like it didn't stick. Did you like fold up all your socks what do you mean all it didn't different? Stick? Why, like accumulated yeah. stuff. So you mean over like the years. you? So you want you've wanted to do this for a long time, but you can't do it. No, you just like I don't practice what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Where? it's important for people to know that. There's so much pressure to be like perfect. You're an anti condo kind of. I'm kind of anti condo. Yeah, but I think it's like an admirable thing to do. Right, but I'm just saying, like in terms of space, mm-hmm. like my dad is somewhat of a hoarder. And so I'm just like, this is yeah. just like not like balancing out that mindset of like, I could use this for a rainy day versus, mm-hmm. and I think we all get caught up with that because you might wear it one day, but like just wear the things you're really into at the moment. And her, what, uh, what she says is it's like, if you really need it, you can get it again. That is wasteful. But at the same time, it's true. Like you don't. You, if you give it up once, it, you're it, not you fucked for it, life. Right. Like if, if you find yourself <laughs> desperate, always go ungrailed and find that Yoji piece. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what like, if it is? You don't want that. What if it is the one of a kind? Yeah, you don't want that. That's always a good way of thinking of it too. Do you want that though? Like, oh, I want that. I I want. That. <laughs> no, you got to find the 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 thing that they don't know about. That's known. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should we press pause on this and and introduce no. our esteemed guest? Yeah. Um, Alex Olson is here. Uh, professional skateboarder, f- professional meditator. Professional no, I am definitely <laughs> not that. Amateur. Uh, I didn't. I didn't plan a, a introduction because he's Alex Olson. Everybody knows who he is. No, that's uh, definitely not true either. What but are you? What are you up to? Why you. don't you give us, by way of uh, what you're up to these days, an introduction? Did you? Oh God. You are a skateboarder, so that's a fact. And yeah. then um, you do a lot of other stuff. Did you get involved in New York Fashion Week? I never get involved. You don't get invited. I guess I did, or... kind of, but I don't. I don't really get invited to those things. Yeah, they just want you to walk in the show. No, <laughs> what show? I didn't walk in any show. You well, have you've walked before? in shows before. I walked You're in one. You were in Akaslada, yeah, and that was for like a whole other thing. But yeah. it was like a friend. I didn't get invited back. Show. I didn't do such a great job. I think you should. <laughs> you be... did a great job. I remember job. that show. Thank you had a you. nice walk. Thank you. you <laughs> yeah, great. Tin Man walk. How about parties, DJing? Do you get? Is this a uh, busy time of year for you to be? On Festive, the scene. yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not, not particularly. Like, I'm not within that crowd. I am. I like. You overlap. I'm on the out outer fringes of yeah. it. You know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't By choice. Involved. Maybe I don't know. I don't really hang out with those, those kind. But yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't hang out with them. I don't know. I don't. I really don't get invited. Like. No, I, what am I saying? I went to like the purple dinner and all that. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped by. I, the Bul- the Bulgari I'm party. trying to think. Yeah. No, oh God. You come to the GQ parties. You came to the Bodhi party. That was chill. I missed you there. 
Not that. Not that. What happened to the purple dinner? That was fashion week. What happened? Yeah. I want. I want to say it in the most positive way, but I'm trying to think. It just seems like there was a lot of kids really like putting out, showing face, and like really trying to be fashion. Yeah. At that, and it seems very different from what it used to be, in terms of. Really. Well, I feel like there were like really like, you know, like I don't know how to like describe it, but there was like like. high-profiled people there, I guess, yeah. in a way, and mm-hmm. now it just seems like it's kind of dwelling into something that it's, I don't know. But yeah. doesn't that feel like all fashion, kind of? When was the purple party? That's what I want to know. Why wasn't I invited? Because you were for GQ. <laughs> uh, I don't know when like it Like, just happened a few days ago I just ago stopped by. I went to my friend's birthday, and I was like, oh, on my way, I'll go see it. <laughs> go look at it. Last go look at it, exactly. Oh. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. Last season, I remember... At the Miriam Nasser Zadeh show, I saw you. I didn't. I couldn't tell if you had been invited or if you were literally just strolling by. But I saw you kind of lurking on the on the fringes, like sort of above that, like like sort of. It was at the oh, court oh, on like Aldridge Street or whatever. Little, oh yeah, no, I, I thought, was straight. I like, thought just that was lurking. great. Um, no, no, I parked my car. I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? <laughs> and I walked over. I thought that was and kind of a cool was, metaphor for like your position in the fashion world. That's like, exactly you're, you're, what it you're is. You're really adjacent to all this. Oops, shirts, I showed up but. at the only important thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, and you ended up like, having the best seat in the house. You were sort yeah. of on the, you know, you were you saw it in too. the shit. Yeah. You guys are like, there's Alex Olsen up there. No, but it was. I felt like the bullies or something like, you know, in the high school movie or like the coming to age movie where they're like making fun of the people. I always thought of you as being a little closer than you're making it out to be. Like you had a lot of friends in the fashion world and you were No, I do, but I'm not like it. I don't get invited to the things. Yeah. I, I just show up. You just did a little Bulgari campaign. I don't know if that's a campaign, but yeah, I did you something. You a Bulgari well, spot campaign? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not, let's not like get a, twisted. Can you say like diamonds are? No, see, I don't, I don't get to say that. I would love to say that. But you have diamonds been are uh, forever. Uh, skateboarding like is for now. No. Speaking of skateboarding, skateboarding has like a kind of tricky relationship to fashion, right? Because it's like, it's totally a, a part of it. Like style is important to skating and then fashion is obsessed with skating, but a lot of skaters shy away from that or they feel like maybe more conflicted than it seems like you do. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just more less in touch with, with themselves, you know, in the sense that they're like, I don't know. They're just, they don't find it to be interesting or maybe narrow minded or close minded is the probably preferred word to look at it. But, uh, No, people have been doing it forever. Yeah, my dad had was doing that during his whole professional career. Right, in the eighties, you know, he I, he did like stuff for I don't know some like something in Monte Carlo mm-hmm. back in the day where he was wearing a suit. Like, we could That's find so cool. sick. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been I'm not the first. It's been documented. It's part the of the lineage. Yeah, yeah. There's like a weird like undertone. It'd be interesting to find There's all o- the people that yeah. have though. I remember yeah. you, you told me yeah. once that your dad your dad sort of imparted some wisdom on you back in the day, which was something to the effect of like, you know, clothes or whatever, but style is everything. Yeah. I mean, I just remember when like the uh, Dogtown and Z-Boys documentary came out, there was like all this footage of Jay Adams before it was edited. And he was just like talking about like how style was so much more important than anything else, which is somewhat true. If you look at that like section of, that documentary it's just like they show the people that are really technical and mm-hmm. it's like it's very like um linear and not really soulful and then yeah. you have like those z-boys guys and 
they just look com- completely different and effortless and yeah. way more interesting and it's kind of you can apply that to anything yeah no can't say i disagree style is the most important thing <laughs> but it doesn't matter it's just funny <laughs> how you can like just one person could wear the same thing mm-hmm. and how they just look completely different but we all know that yeah I don't know. I always think it's funny when we'll do like a story with a skater and there's like always like a, a nice little dose of hate that follows it. Like, why is this skater wearing like these pants, man? And like, you know, you just get this like blowback. And I always just think that's it's less, so ridiculous. That's a lot less now. Yeah. I don't know if that's because of internet culture or what, but like. I think it's because like people respect selling out now. <laughs> it's just more. It's more. Well, that's part of it expected i guess yeah. right you know i i, I uh, yeah there's way more like overlap that, that last thing i just did the last thing i just did i was like oh god i was like just like I, like posting it and just think oh, i don't want to i don't want to look i don't want to look <laughs> just, get it over, just get it over with but then i looked at the comments like a couple of days later i'm like oh that's not even bad yeah and like it's my friends making fun of me but it wasn't uh it wasn't bad at all it's kind of nice to see that people aren't as hateful the younger generation. Does it seem that way to you? Sometimes I'm not so sure. I, I don't know if it's an age <laughs> thing. And yeah, there's yeah. maybe more respect. Yeah. Versus, I don't know what it is. Well, there's definitely been like a overall embracing of like individual style, which which like comes with like some some freakishness or whatever, you know, like just a sense right. that like, I mean, you see for over the years that like if you watch like the kids that skate at LES, for instance, you would notice like a lot of people coming out looking all different kinds of ways and being embraced or being, you know. Right. I, I just think it's more open. Yeah. You know, with the internet and all that. Um, did you, I wanted to ask about Bianca because I think, um, well, just to see what's going on with it and like how, how to hear a little bit from your perspective on how that project started and like w- what's happening with it now. Remember the first time we met was, uh, when I was working at style.com and you were just launching Bianca and I thought like, right. And I wrote about it and I thought this is really like pretty sick. Like someone coming from a skate background with like real openness to do, doing like a project like this that's has like, I don't know. Real design credentials. Yeah. No, just, I have zero. No, no, no. Thank you. No, but, but like no, an appreciation, I don't, I don't. an interest in like what, what like fashion brands. I would say doing. curiosity. Yeah. Um, and so is that kind of what you were thinking at the time when you launched that, that, that there could be like a sort of a skate or a skate adjacent brand that was like in tune with the fashion world? Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, and it was very organic in the sense that I was just like, oh, I need to start a company. I don't want it to be a skateboard company. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and I'm interested in this and it'd be cool to take things from fashion and vice versa from skating and you know try to blend it together and see what we get yeah and it was very just like at the moment very spontaneous you know every it wasn't like i had a you know like a a real vision the Mm -hmm. vision was just like it's skater vision i guess just like be spontaneous and see what happens which some people don't really can get behind yeah what did you launch with initially just shirts but we put them on this girl Mm -hmm. and that was uh that kind of set it off because someone from this camping company called Polar was just like, don't put boards out if you're going to, if you want to make it something more than just skateboards. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that was the first attempt of trying to do something different. There were boards for a little bit though, wasn't there? For a year or there was boards. Some? Yeah. And then 
917 came out and yeah. I just switched it to that. So it was a skate company because Bianca was being sold at like boutiques and yeah. and stuff. And I wouldn't sell the skate shops because I'm like, it will lessen the brand if I do do that. Yeah. And so I made 917 and met all the kids that now work for Supreme and skate for Supreme. But, uh, they, w they didn't at that point and th that was really cool and it yeah. was really organic and I just met them and they're really interesting and different and yeah that was basically the, the start of the two brands the first two years and then uh what's the last things i saw from bianca were like pretty interesting like some silk scarf shirts was that right yeah i guess vintage so. I don't silk know. vintage silk they weren't made of scarves they were <laughs> were they good. i like that idea i think because like well, i've just stock. been thinking just all about dead stock yeah, yeah you know what right. i mean it's just like trying to like you know everyone's just trying to be responsible I remember yeah. you made regard. you made a tunic a couple of seasons. Yeah, ago, that I was think. bad. That was sick. I thought it was <laughs> that was that. I was like, it's so dope so well. that this skate adjacent brand is making t-shirts, hoodies, tunics. Yeah, silk dead. Well, stock I mean, shirts. like, it would be good if it, you know, poor execution. Are all those your right? <laughs> Do you have any extra tunics? Let me know. <laughs> yeah, Sam, I might, Sam I might. needs a tunic. Are all the Bianca releases your ideas? Do you work with There's another designer? Another? No, no designer. I have one, one other person. Yeah. That helps run the brand, Robin Fleming, mm -hmm. and uh, you know she works her ass off, and it's just two people. And then then there's someone to help do like shipping and and, and right. computer stuff. But it's really just the two of us running two companies, and so it becomes very strenuous. Is it at times? Yeah. Well, two brands with just two people. Yeah. Nine one seven releases way more stuff, right? I mean, it's like a. Does I it? mean, it, it kind of switches. So oh, it's like okay. one season this, then yeah. the next season that, and then you know it just goes back and forth. But uh, yes, you're right. It does. It does sell more. What's uh, what's on the the forecast for Bianca in 2020? I say I don't. I don't. Yeah, Do you I even don't know. know. No, I don't know. <laughs> but the kind of the beauty of that is we can kind of shift faster. Yeah. And be like, okay, that's a bad idea, or that this is already happening. Yeah. Let's not do that. And you know you have stores that are down to continue to work with you. I hope so. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> regardless of. You know, trying to. An erratic business we'll model. That's a modern way of doing it. Did we did we talk once about um, how you wanted to do fragrance? Yeah, I, yeah. I love smells. What's uh, up with that? <laughs> <laughs> is that still just, a, just sort of a pipe dream, or is that something you've been uh, looking more no, into? No, I, I, um, Robin, who helps with the company met this woman Elizabeth who has this company called Strange Love mm -hmm. and we've been talking to her and it's more oil based but uh, yeah. yeah like some type of all natural fragrance have what you started you developing it like have no, you made no, samples no. or anything yet what I just do you wear like what's the profile what would be the profile of the scent I don't know. You got some base notes planned? Base or what notes. You, yeah. base no, yeah, What's the solage on the Oh, see, no, no, see, you're going too far. <laughs> I wanted to read one of those books. There's, yeah. like, there's like three like books that like are like a must to read, right? Mm. You got to hire those a are. nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the books to read? Yeah. On, eh. I'm not going to say <laughs> them on the show. <laughs> I think the marketing just has to be, now you can smell like Alex Olsen. No, yeah. well, I'd buy right. that. <laughs> I don't think anyone, I mean, that's like very earthy. <laughs> <laughs> very natural. <laughs> but uh no i would love to i just it takes money and time yeah you know what i mean but uh maybe at one point i was like i'm buying a lab i'm gonna fucking <laughs> spend money on oils and make my own stuff but then i watched maybe a couple of youtube videos and the guy's like your first scents are gonna suck 
and like you need to use synthetics to like carry it throughout the day if you want it to last you're mm-hmm. like the youtube wizard no i just you, if i'm curious i'm I know, like oh well there's someone that has more experience than i, feel I do like whenever i go on youtube i end up like looking at something dumb that makes me mad and you're always like learning things and expanding your brain youtube's the best it's the best tv ever (laughs) you know what i mean i don't watch netflix though i did watch goop and we can talk about that you watched the goop Uh, wow you watched it yeah ridiculous no way (laughs) did you watch the wim hof episode or did you i watched that one of course but i watched did you watch uh, the others the mushrooms one vaginal one i don't know what it oh yeah the veil what is it called the vulva sorry to look at you directly in the eyes (laughs) (laughs) you're like sorry rachel can you remind us what it's called Tell us about, uh, uh but <laughs> yeah. So. Have you seen the episode though? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. But I was like, also like, if you do Kundalini, they're talking about your, you know. That's part of it? <laughs> What's Kundalini? Yoga. Oh. They, but they just what? all the, the uh, like the, mu- the tightening of the like sphincter muscle and all and that. The pelvic floor. Exactly. Through the, in the breathing exercises you mean? Or in the like moving practice? Erogenous zone practice. Do you mean... <laughs> I like that you're looking up. You don't want to make any con- uh, eye contact. You're like looking to the the gods. It's getting very tense in the studio right now yeah. as we talk about erogenous zones and vulvas and tightening sphincters. Um. <laughs> yeah, but uh, happy Valentine's. Day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on. This is special. <laughs> what did you think of the What did you think of the Goop episode? I'm curious. I think Gwyneth Paltrow should hire you to be like. No, a, I think a Gwyneth Goop Paltrow consultant. should be in on the fucking. The experience. Yeah, she sits. It's she's she, in on some of the experiences. Though. Okay, but like she should have. If you're mushrooms. gonna do your show, yeah, like you should have yeah. done that. You should have been doing Wim Hof. She should have had the orgasm. Not twenty push-ups with the mirror. No, no. Okay, like <laughs> I, I, I obviously understand that whole perspective, but I don't know. She should have done that. What was your perception of the Wim Hof like on the show? Because it seemed like. But like, I mean, I knew all like. Yeah, I know the whole thing. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's the same story, just like. But is it? They basically did it in like two days, and then they go they go outside and sit in the snow. And I was like, I don't think this is what this is about. But no, it's about like the cold immersion and like being focused, where you're not gonna hyperventilate yeah. and just be like focusing and. But doesn't it take months of like training and practice to no. kind of get there? Oh, you can just learn it. You can learn it. You can learn the the basic. Yeah. Yeah. Understand, understandment of it and then you can do it and apply it I don't know maybe he can obviously go in much longer if you watch everyone jump in that water yeah. he's he's like the one that's just like slowly like doing breaststrokes where everyone's like <laughs> <laughs> like trying to get to land you know mm-hmm. did but you take a cold shower today I did not or meditate outside at all no I just did no breath of fire on. today actually unfortunately yeah, Noah wrote Noah wrote a nice little piece about your uh, wellness and mindfulness practice in the February issue of GQ. I, oh, thanks and, for that plug. Uh, <laughs> and, well, but in the in the in the story, you mentioned that um, you you sort of went through the Wim Hof, you know, training series or whatever, mm-hmm. and, but you didn't take the final step, which is to go through like a snowy naked walk in the woods. Well, you have to uh, travel to <laughs> Poland. You go somewhere, yeah. Oh, you really? go to Poland. There's still time. I mean, you should still uh, It's expensive now. And it's like, uh-huh. it's booked. But I was looking for the certification just because I was like, oh, I've never been certified for anything. And I just was like looking into it. And then like every year you have to go and do his class. I'm just like, okay, he's enough got, of this. He's got to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to pay the bills somehow. So but, what uh, did you What did you do today? I'm, I'm very fascinated by your daily... Um, Ritual. Morning routine. ritual, yeah. Well, usually just because I woke up late because I'm under the weather a little bit. last night? Oh. Um, but right now, 
It's a breath of fire for five minutes. What's uh, a breath of fire? Breath of fire is like in- inhalating and exhalating, like, mm-hmm. and just keeping your uh, diaphragm diaphragm going in and out, basically, mm-hmm. for five minutes straight. But it, it it seems hard, but once you like get the hang of it, it's, you can go for I think they say an hour. Wow. Like true Kundalini masters can and go for an hour. And does it calm you down? Yeah. Your alkal- it's the same thing as Wim Hof almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's different versions of it. But it does warm you up kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, Like it's course. meant to like, it builds fire. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, without like ha- having a mental freak out. Yeah. They do it in like regular yoga classes for like a few, for like Yeah, but anytime I've ever taken yoga class, I'm like, why are you doing, like, if you're going to do like Kundalini, let's do like real Kundalini. Don't yeah. just like... You, you know. ever stand up and like throw no, no, the no. brick and you're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, no, real kundalini. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, yeah, so it's kundalini, then a Wim Hof thing of three three uh, sessions or whatever, and then like a 15-minute 15, 15 minute meditation where it's just Tibetan bowls, and then a 15 minutes of listening to Abraham Hicks at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it changes. It, like, Who's always Abraham used, Hicks? a lady positive vibrational speaker and she's like like, telling you affirmations so it's her like reading she has a whole theory i don't i really actually don't know much about her someone like was like oh listen to this and then i started just listen to all her different things on youtube Uh (laughs) but uh this is like the ever-evolving wellness practice of Alex Olson. It's no, it's just so like it's just like yeah, it's always just like plugging one thing out and taking another one out. You know, like yeah. when it said like I do two hours of of uh, whatever my whatever you call it routine. Yeah. Like that's so gone right now. Really, but that was like Zen swing and then like Hatha yoga and then like breathing and then meditation and but the Zen swing is you were telling me is the thing that everybody's really got to get on. Yeah, sure. I this I'm on this new one though, where it's like just like shaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of good. It feels really good. But also, I'm also on another new meditation tip, which is the Osho, Osho meditation, which is Kundalini meditation, which is has nothing to do with Kundalini uh, yoga, baji, baja, yeah, uh, Kundalini, and that's where you. It's like interval. No, it's 15 minutes of four five different things and so it's you tremble you like shake and then you dance <laughs> and then you you stay still and then you meditate and then you listen to a talk and so you can do it over at union station oh, it's i was like tripping out when i went well, you do it as part of a class like someone leads well, you can, it you sort can, of you, there's no lead, like it's just like they're like all right we're gonna do okay like a fucking bell rings and then you start trembling how does what do you? <laughs> How do you make yourself by tremble? Well, you're supposed to not let yourself. Tr- you're supposed to let it just come out of you, but it's really hard if you're not. I was like, it was so like, I just I went right before the holidays, and yeah. so I was leaving to LA, so I couldn't get to like go and like really immerse myself in it. I guess after a while of practicing it you figure out how to make yourself tremble. I was just like, too, too like self-aware of just like the space, the yeah. people around me the music like it was just a sensory over overload and yeah yeah i, I would like to go again basically and there's dynamic meditation that has whatever he has and that seems way more intense than uh what happens there uh you breathe like crazy for 15 then you scream yell cry for 15 stay still for 15 meditate for 15 
listen for 15 why 15 minutes because i think it adds up to an hour just to just <laughs> to get to an hour no i don't know why okay i don't know why they, they, i i'm reading his book right now it doesn't or uh, the meditation osho book yeah. and it doesn't say why 15 minutes maybe, maybe it's because he wanted to watch like three episodes of friends while he was doing it <laughs> maybe. well don't you find it satisfying i mean i'm sure it. you could do it for longer <laughs> but sometimes you just have to things just have to have a limit an hour is yeah. a good amount of time. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're screaming and crying. How long do you want to do it for? I mean, if you watch Wild Wild Country, they show like the whole in the first episode, they show like everyone going nuts. Yeah. How do you encounter you... these new practices and their and styles? Rituals? Amazing, by the way. So I first saw it. Sorry, hold your question really quick. So I, I think I was like, look, some someone I was talking to was like, oh, have you seen Osho? And I was like, no. And I started looking into it, and then they just wear all red. And I was like, wow, the styling's amazing. And so that's what like. Like, like monk sort of vibe or, or in wild, different wild types country. of clothes? In wild, wild country, they just dye all their, their clothes oh. red. Yeah. And so I think that's from a style point of view. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. I could get into that. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I was like, that looks good. <laughs> just all monochrome, I'm down. And then that's led me to watching the documentary, then led me to like investigate. Hmm. So What were you asking? Oh, I how? was just asking how you, how you discover these new... Uh, you know, it, it sounds like you change up your ritual and try new things quite often. You have sort of a, a, a large appetite for um, different I curiosity meditative and the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. The suggestion. Down, <laughs> suggestion. That shit really works. <laughs> so it's pretty much that. You have to be careful, though. I mean, this is how, like, people got radicalized on uh, all sorts of political shit, right? By, like, well, I was just, like, watching, like... Peppa Pig. Whatever, yeah. And then like <laughs> the next thing I knew, I, I was know, like, alt-right like frog. What? Oh, Peppa Pig is like a, it's it's a, a kid's children's cartoon. Like, cartoon. Yeah. And it's a political cartoon? No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, okay. I think, but just oh, yeah. the idea that like, because people fuck with the algorithm, right? Like, yeah. I see this with my kids. She'll be watching something normal on YouTube, and then that, that bar will, will suggest like kind of twisted videos for kids. Like oh, weird. Oh, for kids, it's like, probably bad. Like Elmo getting like thrown like off a cliff and like oh, it's fuck. just like weird stuff that you you dive into. My dad used to fuck up my algorithm on uh, Spotify and I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, you have to get your own. Yeah, because it was like so contrast of what I was. I'd be like listening to something and then like, I don't know. You can't put your arm around a memory. Johnny Thunders would come on. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I've heard this for my whole fucking childhood. You know exactly who did that? Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, oh here, use it. I didn't know like it would like throw the algorithm off. Yeah. So I like use it for like finding new music to DJ maybe and then like it just became like rockabilly and like Billy Idol and then like Johnny Thunders and I'm like okay this is not this isn't time for dad to get his own subscription well kind of it was like months of this I was like all right you got to get your own I'm sorry I love you but <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking up my algorithm dad <laughs> it's a thing um and that's the thing too is like trying to f people are trying to figure out how to like outsmart algorithms yeah so did you hear uh, i just heard about this thing called sleepify mm -hmm. well, i don't know what that is like spotify for sleeping because there's this band <laughs> this guy i don't i might butcher this story but there's a guy in a band called wolf pack uh, okay no anyways so he them. figured out he figured out <laughs> you know he figured out the algorithm that if he if people would play sleepify uh-huh he would he would make enough money so they could go on tour Oh, okay. Oh, wow. so oh, that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, and then Spotify figured it out and like, no, nah, we're not going to pay you. Um, they did. They got the money, but then they s shut it off. Yeah. But yeah, sleep Sleepify. It's pretty interesting to trick the algorithms, and it's all about like 
young kids tricking out algorithms in that way. It's like the guy, there's some guy in Germany who had a, a wagon and he just filled it with old iPhones and was just bringing it around with yeah, him. Yeah, that was crazy. Throughout the, the town or whatever. And it was causing traffic jams on Google Maps. He had like Google hundreds of phones in a wagon. No, there were all these tr- like cars <laughs> or whatever on the street. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy see, to like think about. That's like kind of high art at this yeah. point. Yeah. He was you hacking know? it. It was sort of an art project, right? Yeah. It's funny yeah, to it think about. We think art. that we like live under these like uh, super sophisticated like organized systems and then you learn how easy they can be broken and fucked with. Like a wagon full of phones. Just <laughs> like like that. But can... did he, he just found old phones? Oh, because yeah. they still have GPS working yeah, on them. Right. Interesting. I'm not sure where he got them all, but. What? Because just going back to the meditation, what do you feel like? Do you feel like you're chasing some sort of like mental clarity or trying to like escape no. some anxiety or just trying I to mean, maybe see I, how much you can fuck with your brain chemistry just by fuck with the brain doing algorithm. stuff? Yeah, yeah it is exactly. fucking with the brain algorithm. Uh, I think I just had bad anxiety and that just, started you off. Yeah, just a lot of all that type of the the normal things that we deal with day to day and just like trying to like deal with it basically yeah just having curiosity about it but uh the reason why it changes so much i don't know i just am like trying to find i guess like what i like the most you know yeah do you want to get to a point where you have like the same thing that you do every okay so you like this sort of I, li- I like I like it changing. So know? where does the skateboarding and surfing fit in, or whatever? When What's the next where? level? Both. <laughs> skating. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't been skating that much, unfortunately, just because of sheer. I don't know. Not boredom, but just like you get like block, like writer's block, like a feeling of like I. I for sure, I, I guess I'm having one right now. Well, just uninspired, you know. It's just like uh, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Like, how can I? reinvent myself in a way where I'm going to be inspired to do it. Yeah. And you know, that sometimes take, it takes a while. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of other things that just keep you distracted, but I don't know, just trying to figure out like, what can you do where it seems different? And everyone's so talented now that it's, the bar's really high. I'm older now, so I don't feel I'm as adequate as you could just go out and like do some kickflips and 50, I know, but that doesn't, that doesn't feel good. You know, your self-worth, you're not happy that you did that. So. In terms of putting it out. Yeah, you want to, like, kind of, yeah, again, you want to, like, reinvent yourself in a way where it's interesting and different. Yeah. And so I guess that's more of a heady way of looking at but it. But do like, you just ever just crave the feeling of skating? I mean, you still, do you get out and skate sometimes. by yourself or, like? Yeah. I always that think, time when I saw you, I drank a, that, those, that, like, Amer- two Americanos, yeah. and I just went and filmed myself by myself, <laughs> I, which I've never done before, and I just pretended I was surfing, and I was just like, I made a whole, there's like an eight minute video on YouTube that. Oh, you really? Yeah, it's private. I saw you posted. <laughs> oh, you gotta <laughs> share it. What? I, you no, posted no, no, like no. a frontside Ollie on that, that's Instagram. That's that day. That's that day. That yeah. I was like too crazy on coffee. Yeah, we got a little cracked out on Americanos. I think uh, I wasn't drinking coffee either at that point. I was like on a green tea kick. Yeah. And then like, I was like, all right, cool. I'll just go with the flow. And <laughs> I was like. Well, we went, yeah cracked out i was surprised i was actually kind of surprised because we were we were deep in like the health and like diet conversation and everything and just like down in americanos i was like all right he gets down with caffeine i guess and then yeah that's the one i can't shake unfortunately yeah are you gonna um watch skateboarding in the olympics on youtube i don't really care i mean i'm just like everyone's they're making such a big deal about it 
it's cool that it's there, but I don't really, I'll probably watch the surfing more just because mm-hmm. it, they're making it. <clears throat> I think they're making a man-made wave machine or oh, maybe really? they're, they're taking it somewhere else. Oh. I think they, you said yes. No. I oh, I think, that I think cool. they're doing, I thought that they were they're doing, doing like Southern Japan where there's good waves. Just waiting for waves. No, I think they're doing it in Tahiti. I heard. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which is Chopu, which is like a really scary, On scary. that wave? Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just like this. Whoa, that would be thick sick. slab of water. Have you ever seen pictures of this? It like it's like the ocean flips upside down, kind of like it's, it's a, a reef, g- and so when the water dredges out, the reef is higher than the water. So when the wave, yeah. it forms this crazy, Jesus. insane wave. It's terrifying. Would that, you surf like, that wave? Is that no, an aspiration not, not. of yours? <clears throat> I would like to be like adequate and big. I could surf that, but no, I don't want to surf. That. I mean, that looks heavy. It, 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 yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You've been yes. surfing a lot out on Long Island, right? Yeah, and wherever. Rockaways. Rockaways. Not yeah. not during the winter. I was in L.A. surfing, but uh, yeah. You don't yeah. get out there in the winter. Put like the booties and I did it, and I was just on. like, this feels so like I'm so like this is not fun. Like too much gear on you, mean? Yeah, or just, just like temperature. It, and I was yeah. like trying to move. And I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm in like a like a Looney Bin jacket or something. Yeah. Like I can't like <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like the I, waves I are better move. though that time of year yeah i think the swell is more consistent and then mm. the summer but that's a lot of places usually winter's better than or fall and spring are better than summer yeah i know a lot of dudes that like get up at five in the morning on like a no that's great. december day and like to go surf and I'm also like, it hasn't been that insane. cold yeah it has not been cold i saw this tulips winter. all the flowers are the tulips are coming up out of the ground in greenpoint right now oh really like, that's not right yeah yeah, it's kind of strange. I kind of was like, it, it shouldn't be raining today. It should no, be snowing, it, if all anything. All it does is rain. Yeah. Welcome to Seattle. I have to ask you, because we, we talked about this uh, a couple years ago, and um, you mentioned that you were working on a Kraut Rock record. Oh, yeah. A couple uh, years ago? That was last year? Last yeah. Was it last year or two ago. years ago? No, no. That, no, it was definitely not two years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, no, yeah. I haven't. Any, it's not a no. I've made music, made but and also that thing haunts me now. I'm like thinking every time like, I, oh, put fuck, I, had the, to... I put it in the magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sort well, of as like, a, to give as it like a, I hope this happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it, it's happened, and like I've made certain things, but I haven't, I haven't made anything that I've fully have been. Where like, are you? Where are you at with music right now? Like guitar, guitar sense, hero, guitar hero, just playing guitar hero all day. Yeah, no, uh, just playing a lot of guitar and. I don't know, making writing music, I guess, but uh, nothing that I thought is worthy enough for Still other in, people's ears. Can you can you describe the sound of it a little bit for us? Uh, yeah, I well, like I was saying, that it was um, there's not like a sound. It's just like I want to try to make a John Frusciante song, so I'm gonna try to uh-huh. like figure that, or a Tam Impala, or a funkadelic song, and then I just kind of try to like work out the best I can and try to make it. So. That's where I'm at right now. But yeah, then how's I, how's the DJing going? Are you do you enjoy uh, it's good. playing it's parties fun. and traveling? Sam is for like your dad. Where's your yeah. album? Yeah. How's the DJing going, Alex? <laughs> sure. DJing's good. I mean, like I DJed last week at I don't know if it was a fashion party or what it was really, but if it uh, happened last week, it was a fashion. Yeah. <laughs> it was technically yeah. But it wasn't like a fa- it wasn't for anything. Were there models there? Okay, it's New York guy. It's not like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what it was, but uh, yes, I DJed, and I think 
it's funny because now all these kids that I have been seeing around for years can finally get into bars. Uh huh. Yeah. And so like I'm kind of like a, the older guy that DJs, so there's like a, a weird respect versus when I was young trying to DJ. I also sucked at that DJing at that point. So like, yeah, it's a little bit better. You've earned your stripes a little bit. Kind You're of. Like or I think the kids are like, whoa, what is he doing? I don't know how to do that. Do you, you have a favorite? What are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. Making people dance. Trying to make people dance. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favorite venue to play in New York? Uh, like best I, crowd or scene? or. I like playing at New Blue just because the last two times. I've only played there two times, and it's been packed. I mean, it it's ri- it can be really grueling though when no one's dancing and you're just like there and you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to like leave. Versus <laughs> like when it's packed, you're like, oh my god, this is fun. Yeah. Or not, oh my god, but like you're like, all right, let's see. Uh, there's like a sweet spot you get to, and then mm-hmm. like you can kind of like be uh, the Pied Piper in a way where you can see if people will like a certain, you know, I don't know. Yeah, when it's packed, throw right. throw like <laughs> a Steely Dan song yeah. out of the house set, and then yeah, yeah people yeah, you can like take you more see risks. It. Yeah. It was open bar too, so that helps a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah! You know. And I, then you played uh, what is it called? Night moves recently. Night moves, yeah. Did you, you didn't go? I didn't see you there. No, I didn't go that night. But I I've, I've just been there once, and it seemed like they got like the light up floor and like very intense like speaker build outs. It seems like a yeah. So when I first went to night moves, at first I thought it was in the city because it was like the address was. I don't know. One, Grand Street. One, yeah, Grand oh, Street. Grand. So I was like walking around. I'm like, <laughs> and they told Wait, me. Wait, you went into the city looking <clears throat> for it? No, my office is in the city. I'm like, oh, just, oh okay. and I was just like waited until I had to go like 10 minutes before. Yeah. And I was like walking around Grand being like, where the fuck is this? I know it's a speakeasy, <laughs> but like I can't find it. Where is it? I kept walking. I kept buzzing places. <laughs> oh, I was just like, where? Fuck. And I text Brian DeGrad and he's just like, oh, it's in, it's next to Black or whatever. Like headless. The four Horsemen. Four yeah. Horsemen. Yeah. And then I got there, and then like everyone had like wine, and like it felt like <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck am uh, I at?" Yeah. And like all the speakers were custom made, and I w- I was just so like pissed that like yeah. it was like in the rain, like wet, like looking for it, and then like I finally get there, and I'm just like everyone's just like it feels like a 1940s part. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little fancy. It's and fancy. They don't let very and many people in, I think. So it kind of always. It, it was just. It, it. I wasn't expecting that, yeah. and so I was just like, and then like it. The, it like it was already happening, and they're like, "Oh, you want to get on?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm just gonna chill," and then I just didn't play. Yeah, it's oh. jarring. It's jarring to go from like and, expecting the Chinatown vibe to the Williamsburg vibe. I think. Yeah, like yeah. the homeowners vibe. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the homeowners vibe of America. Uh, but then I played again and it was really fun. It's cool yeah. because you're a little more, you're allowed to uh, be a little more experimental and play yeah. maybe not such dance music. And yeah. I don't know. You could play some, I don't know. You could play whatever you want, really. But maybe you could get James Murphy to put out your your album that you play there. DFA. Maybe. Nah, DFA's not around. I don't know. It's just every, I felt like I was like in someone's like, parents' living room where I wasn't supposed to touch the mixer but I was touching the mixer yeah. like it's a custom mixer and like custom speakers and there's no limiter so as loud like if you go you know a little over these these speakers make these loud like pop noise oh shit and you're like oh fuck am I breaking these speakers am I gonna have to pay for this speaker like <laughs> those things are I'm fucking f- huge they're too. <laughs> huge and they're just like yeah it's just like it's too nice yeah you know what I mean where yeah. like I'd rather have, you know, like one light yeah. and this like it'd be like a cemented room. Yeah. Which feels a little more 
uh, I don't know. It just needs very to get, New York. It needs to get broken in. It's a very bit, new, new New York. Yeah, new, new New York. Yeah. So, but it's cool. New shade. <laughs> you got um, gigs coming up. What are you gonna? What are you here to plug today? Brush Not, your hair. Is that the? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the vibe. Do you have a really nice hairbrush? No, I was just watching Goof and I was like, fuck, my hair's all tangly. I'm gonna brush my hair. I've never I haven't done this in years. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this feels like I feel like I feel like a horse like someone I'm a horse and someone's brushing my hair, you know? Wow. <laughs> like it felt so nice. I was like, wow, I saw I was like saw I'm like, wow. That there was, was like this sheen to it. I was like, wow, this is nice. That was the takeaway from Goof. Do you brush your hair? Do you I brush your hair? My hair is I, not long I brush my hair. Rachel goes a little wild. Well, you've had long hair, I'm assuming. Not for like Four or five years. But as a young adult, did you brush your hair? No, not really. Oh, okay. Teach. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it was like something you like you would hear about or like you get taught, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish. Your hair. What, what's the? Do you put oil in your hair? Like, no. is there any? No, I don't wash. Do you it? condition shampoo? I don't no. wash my hair either. Natural. You don't oils. need that shit. What's your? What's your? What are you into? fashion i mean we sort of touched on new york fashion week but but in terms of just what you're seeing out there what you personally are uh feeling um besides just releasing the clothing and, and downsizing like aesthetically you're asking for my the absence yeah i'm asking yeah, for what's the, the trend, trend report right now because like Shit, i don't know you've got yeah you know what's up you just i don't know what's there. up but you've got like 917 all those kids have cool style and the whole bianca thing is like tapped into a world and is it i don't i don't know Wellness? Well, you're wearing a turtleneck today. <laughs> that was just because it was all on my bed. I'm like, oh, I need, I like, I don't want to wear an extra layer here because I've been wearing a hoodie for the last week. So I was yeah. like, I'll be a little more sophisticated. Gonna put my nice turtleneck on for the GQ visit. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I don't know what what is going on. Um, I'm glad I can tell you what isn't going on. Great. Those <laughs> fucking big shoes. Maybe those are out finally. <laughs> Fringe jeans are finally fucking over. Are like, they not? Like cut off at the bottom? Oh. oh, yeah. They're like slowly, like fully. The whole like Vetmon thing is finally, finally done. Yeah. Like it's fully. Aggressive anti-fashion. Yeah, and I'm like kind of glad that that's gone. It was like interesting for like a week. We're like, oh, that's interesting. And then like it just took over. And you're like, oh, it's like a bad toothache or something. Yeah, you're like, I have to go to the dentist soon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when though. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I can I can add on to this. This is your job. God. Guys, I guess we, <laughs> yeah, putting out sweaters. I need some help from the sweaters? Oracle. Mm-hmm. Come on, you got it. Sweaters feels a little a little light. I think. Do you think that feels a little light? No pun light? intended. No, not yeah. In feels... a broad sense, I would say "quote unquote" sustainability. Right. Yeah, we're, all, we're all trying to uh, like upcycle. Right. So Dan Colin has a. I went to that. That's actually what I went to. Iraq. No. Oh his, no, that's that's went graffiti. to his farm. I did not go to his farm. I went to his I Dover just, Street yes. uh, dinner, Dover Street Market dinner, and he has Sky High Farm, and he just did a line with them, and it's all upcycled yeah. clothing with like his graphics on it. So I would say that's probably the most like sustainable, yeah, sustainability upcycling. But I think I feel like that's been going on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been a while. Like it's been that. going on too. Yesterday, I passed a lingerie store on the Upper East Side, and they had a pair of pink pajamas. And on the pocket of the top, it said "Favorite Daughter." Interesting. <laughs> that's my favorite Weird. thing I saw in Fashion Week. <laughs> I thought you were oh, going to really? say you saw upcycled lingerie, and then I was going to have some follow-up questions. But no, that's kind of cool though. 
No. Did you eat food from Dan Cullen's farm? No, I guess it was. Oh. I thought it was. I was like, oh, it's so good. And they're like, no, it's not from there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's just well. regular vegetables. <laughs> yeah. All right, Adam Rappaport's here to kick us out. Uh, Alex, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Sorry. Episode <laughs> <laughs> Episode 82 of Corporate Lunch. Um, tell a friend to listen to the podcast with Alex Olson. See you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye.